Hi, and welcome to Do You Know BTS, where I, Chloe, a British army, tries to convince me, Lorraine, to join the BTS fandom. We wanted to thank everyone who listens to this podcast. Your opinion is important to us, so we would love if you could leave us a review. Today we're going to be looking at the BTS Love Yourself Her album. Love Yourself Her is the fifth mini album by BTS. It was released on the 18th of September 2017 with DNA serving as the album's title track and Mic Drop and Go Go as follow-up tracks. The album was the best-selling album of 2017 in South Korea. So we're going to be discussing each of the songs as well as looking at the music videos from this album. But first of all, like always, we're going to talk about what we think of the album cover itself and also let you know what photo cards we got from each of the albums. Starting with the album cover well it's a very basic <laughs> album cover just white basically <laughs> i like the simpleness to it though because i do like more simple album covers as well and i also do like the white i think it just looks posh in a simple way i think the way that i think about it is yeah it's very simple but when you think about this and obviously the next albums that come which are all the same size and the fact that they have this colour for this one, a darker colour and I think they all look well standing together. Yeah, that's very true. I actually do love the three albums when you look at yeah, them together. Yeah, when you look at them all together. I think maybe just on its own with this for just plain white albums, you don't think much to it. But when you actually have the other albums and you line them all up together, I actually think that's one I think it looks like quite a nice design. Yeah, me too. I also think it going as a four piece make it look better too when it's on show. Yeah, when it's four on albums. show together when you open it up there's a flower inside. yeah and i like that just looks smart in a simple way it does look yeah. smart okay so our photo cards but but we have negative on the album oh too, yeah we are just talking about so <laughs> yeah. i'm surprised chloe forgot that i don't like and chloe actually said herself that she doesn't like is the design of how you open it the cardboard outside and then the cd that is on cardboard inside that obviously comes apart and then you need to squeeze it back in the it's just a bit awkward cardboard out yeah i'd rather just have a, a case if anything that just just opens up me too and i'm not so keen on the sleeve too i don't like sleeves on oh things. that's what i was calling a cardboard case and i don't like him when they come with the dvds you know when a no, dvd yeah. has a sleeve no i don't like it i just prefer it without a sleeve so yeah photo cards i do photo cards so for l i actually got sugar this was the second time i got sugar and then for me for the l version i got v and i also bought gin online for the o version i got gin i always try to buy the sugar photo cards online if i don't win him unfortunately this is an album that i have yet to buy my sugar card i was actually very disappointed when i realized because i was trying to make sure i had them before recording an episode but i completely forgot about it so i'm yet to have sugar i actually haven't got Ginny, but i haven't got around to buying him for o version so chloe's very lucky to have my bias but i actually got jimin and it was a card i was so very happy to get because i actually throughout this her album photo cards i love the look of jimin in nearly all the photo cards and i remember getting this and being so pleased i think he looks so gorgeous in it it was the card i remember you saying that you wanted when you looked at him. yeah i did well other than jim of course yeah but yeah i think he just looks great and i love the photo card love it for the Love Yourself V album, I got John Goo, which I was really happy about. This was the card I actually really wanted if you didn't count Sugar, because I think he looks really good in the photo card. And I have also bought Sugar as well. For the V version for me, I actually got Sugar myself. And I actually remember we recorded a lot of my album openings for our Patreon. I remember recording this one. And I actually say that Chloe's going to be jealous when I pull out a Sugar <laughs> card. Yeah, and at this point, I actually hadn't got my Sugar. I actually bought the Sugar not long after. After I realised that Lorraine won it. And I have also bought gin for this version. I'm actually really happy to have gin and sugar because I think they both look good. But saying that, all the members basically Yeah, I like this good. one. I like it because it's like a forward shot of their whole face. It actually reminds me of like a passport I photo. I was just thinking driving that, lights yeah. Me and Lorraine was actually talking about our driving lights. How we can how never ever get a good picture They always look awful. <laughs> I mean, they look good. How they, they look very that? good. Now I look at it, it's one of my top photo cards, I think. I really yeah, like I really like that. 
And for the e-version, I got Jonggu and I have recently got Sugar. I really wanted Sugar for this particular photo card because it's one of my favourite pictures of Sugar. I was happy with Jonggu too. It's good to have my bias record as well. But from this point on, you'll hear me saying <laughs> I got a hell of a lot of Jonggu photo cards. I remember Chloe telling me that and then I was thinking, you know, did she really? And then she showed me all her albums and said that she was Jonggu. From, yeah, from here on. Spoiler, but... <laughs> so for the e version for me I actually got sugar again so another sugar card and of course I was happy about it I have yet to buy the gin photo card for this one I do plan to get the ones I'm missing but I just think I'll get them over time and there's bound to be other elements in the future that I won't have gotten for yet so I'll just catch up when I catch up they are quite hard to get hold of though these photo cards if yeah. you want a particular member we get our cards from eBay we like to try and ensure that they're official sure. card obviously sometimes we're outbid and other times it's ridiculously pricey and yeah. sometimes you can't actually find a card on there so it's just look really it's a bit lucky for you though because you've finished collecting all the albums so you're just collecting photo cards I am I'm just still collecting cards. the albums and the <laughs> yeah. photo cards that's why I think maybe I'll just circle back round because you waited till after you got all your albums to catch up mostly I did you? yeah I didn't start getting sugar cards until I had finished the albums well, yeah. apart from the odd one or two of my favourite ones and this was actually one of the ones I was trying to get hold of for a good while now we're going to be looking at each of the tracks and as always I'm going to be giving my interpretation to the lyrics I don't know if what I'm saying is what they actually intended so the first song is intro serendipity serendipity I'm saying that right aren't I because I always like I struggle saying that word so yeah intro serendipity <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be able to say you're it. the one who's supposed to be teaching me <laughs> I think this track is about destined love and soulmates. Jimin sings about someone he loves and believes somehow the universe brought them together by fate. He refers to himself as a calico cat, saying, My angel, my world, I'm your calico cat, here to see you. Love me now, touch me now. I wasn't too sure what a calico cat was, but I looked up online and it is a breed of cat with a tri-coloured coat and they are almost always female except under very rare genetic conditions so Jimin referring to himself as one is saying that he and his love is rare and only exist for each other they share something special and this song is my favorite no but not my favorite my <laughs> second favorite song on the album but one of my favorite BTS songs it's very very high on my list of songs it's probably definitely in my top 10 and I just think that he sings it so beautifully I honestly could listen to this song all day I think it really suits his voice too it's really relaxing it's just a perfect song for Jimin that's why it's like you can't read my notes because I thought he <laughs> sings it beautifully and I find it really relaxing <laughs> I feel like she was looking at my notes when I was writing now <laughs> I definitely love this song and again it's my second favourite on the album. I find this really tough though because I have another Jimin song, solo song, <laughs> that love I love. Lie. Yeah, people probably would have heard before on the podcast if you listen. I love Lie and I know that you did ask me before when I said I really like Serendipity. Again, which one I prefer. Oh, I still can't call it. Oh, can you not? <laughs> tough <laughs> it's just i i still put it down to lie being more of a like a sentimental attachment like if i tell myself i prefer seven deputy i think of lie in the back of my head and then i think oh no i love lie though <laughs> so i don't think i'll ever really be able to choose between them both well not right now maybe when it comes to making the top list of bts songs i'll be forced oh yeah to. we will do that at some point we will. and i was thinking that i'll be forced to choose between them at some point probably mm. but for now i'll just say that I think Jimin is such a good singer and I love all his solo songs especially Seven Deputy and Lie but I really love it and I think it's a great start to the album I actually really look forward to obviously playing it on repeat and circling back around to the beginning the next track is DNA and this was the first K-pop song by a boy band to reach a billion views on YouTube I think this is another track about destiny it is about two people who love each other and were destined to find one another as a result of their DNA they say from the day of the universe 
else's creation and beyond through the infinite centuries and beyond in the previous life maybe the next two we're eternally together and I read online that this is about John Dalton's atomic theory I'm not very good at science I never was at school so I was a bit confused by it but what I think I got from this theory was that he said that a matter cannot be created or destroyed existing forever traveling through time and connecting two people together never being destroyed being eternally together do you get that at all? <laughs> I... I'm not big at a science either. Anyway, yeah, I love this song. I instantly found it catchy when I first heard it. I really love the beat. One part I particularly love from it is V's slow part in the song. I mentioned oh, it to yeah. you before. I just love its deep voice. That's a part that always gets me whenever I hear this song. I love, love, love this song, as Chloe probably already knew before I said it. It's my favourite song on the album. The first time I heard this was actually at the cinema. Never really knew much about it, but I knew straight away that I really really liked it and I actually went home and sneakily listened to it I was really happy when we got it in the car and it's on this album and I've heard it obviously loads more and it doesn't tire for me I could listen to it like on repeat and I don't think I'll get tired of it I don't know what it is about it I was just taken with it the yeah. first time I heard it for some reason I really love this song as well but not as much as you I definitely think you connected with this song a lot more than I did even though I do think it's a very catchy song I always compare this song with Idol. I always prefer Idol over DNA and I mm. think that's probably why it's not as high for me because I just always connect the two <laughs> songs together. One of the things I love loving this song is actually Sugar's part. I know I've mentioned mm. it to you, I've pointed it out when we've watched it before. I just think it's got that sugar sass to the way yeah. he starts it off and I fall in love with that. I think the song is it's also quite upbeat. It's not like one of those exact party songs but it's got that kind of upbeat part. Beat. But then it's also got the softer side yeah. too like you said obviously V has that really soft part in it and I do love that part too I notice there's other songs as well where he always has that kind of whisper yeah, voice mostly uh, in this, this album I was yeah, thinking that because yeah. I pointed it out later on other songs he really stands out to me again. in this album I actually mention him quite a bit yeah his voice really suits for these songs I like all the members singing in this all their voices but I like um, particularly I know that Jin and Jimin have a few notes where they kind of go a bit high like these single notes at the end and I really like those lines I just think the whole style of the song I just love it for some reason I really love it when Jin shows off his vocal range because you hear it a lot for Jimin but Jin can equally go as yeah. high and I love it when you hear his high voice in these songs yeah I just think because this song has a lot to it like I said it's upbeat and it's soft I think it gets a chance to show off everyone I mean I think every member in this song has a part where they really stand out to me rappers and singers and soft voices and high mm. voices and i think that's just why i love it the next song is best of me i think this song is about how their loved one brings the best out of them how they make them a better person and help to bring out their strengths and confidence i love rm's part i wanted to be the tender waves but why didn't i know you were the sea rm saying he wanted to be the tender waves is like him saying he wanted to be the driving force in the relationship relationship the gentle protector but you can't have waves without the sea so it is in fact his loved one who is much bigger and helping to bring out the best in rm they are his existence I wrote this part in particular because it was my favourite. RM's way with words, like mm. he's such a good writer. I also find this song very catchy. I particularly love the vocalists in this song. I think all their voices are really amazing, like what you were saying on the last song. I think all their ranges and talents really stand out in this one as well. But I also love the rappers and I particularly love Sugar's rap. I find it particularly catchy and always stands out to me when I'm listening to this song. There's always got to be one rapper that stands out just a little more. <laughs> and for me, it's also Sugar. I actually oh. had that down too, that he was really standing out to me. And vocal-wise, I really thought that Jimin stood out to me and showed off a lot of his voice. I do agree that they all have their ranges and they all do something, but sometimes just one member stands out just that edge yeah. more. I don't always like to pick out someone, though, but I usually always do. <laughs> Someone's always just slightly jumping out at me yeah. a lot of the time. And I really like the song. I really think it's a really nice song and I really enjoy it every time I hear it I definitely put it like high on the list of songs on this album but there are others I still prefer I always say this every time this is a very strong <laughs> album but when we were making our notes and we were saying obviously what we liked this is again a very very strong album oh, I yeah. think there's only 
one song which I'll mention later that's just a little bit lower for me all the rest are really high yeah. really high level I was actually saying because I was talking with Chloe's sister recently about this album and I actually said that this is one of my favourite albums that I've heard so far I think if not Wings this would be one of my top albums of BTS that we've heard so far because I just think all the songs are so good I love all of them I would probably say the same but for me I remember Wings was always my favourite for a very long time and then when I heard this album, I actually heard Love Yourself, Her, Tear and Answer around the oh, same okay, time. Yeah. So I actually preferred Answer. But if we're looking at it now, if we don't include the other albums we haven't looked at, then I would put this album above Wings now. Oh, it's hard for me with Wings. It is hard. It is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wings is totally different though, because Wings obviously contains all of their solo work. And I always think that's a much different album than the rest of them. So when I think of the albums, I kind of, in a way, take wings out a bit because i feel like that's a really different album i just think that's the first one that really for me got me to see all their solo work properly yeah. like i know you'd showed me bits on focuses but when i heard the wings album it was one i just fell in love with them together and them separately and i just consider it in a different ballpark but this i'm just thinking excluding wings their past albums i think this is my favorite that i think I this, obviously this know. album definitely has more songs on it but i would put it at a higher level than saying yeah. Some of the songs on I Wings for me. Every every song on this album is literally consistently good. Yeah, I'm the same apart from one song. <laughs> <laughs> what is this one song that she keeps bringing up? The only thing I don't like on it, but obviously this will be a given and we'll get to it, is the skit. But I don't think you'll talk about the skit. No, either, no. Because you're saying song. Yeah. Okay. The next track is Dimple. I think this song is about falling in love with someone, in particularly falling in love with their dimple. They say, was it a mistake made by an angel or a deep kiss that dimple is illegal? I always automatically think that the rapper's actually in this song because this song always puts me in mind of RM because RM's dimples, yeah, and he's always going on about his dimples and it always confuses me when I realise that the rappers aren't actually in this song and I actually forgot about it again when we came to take notes when we saw that it was just the singers. But I think this is another really catchy song. Lorraine Lorraine just guessed a second ago that she thought this was the song that was probably my least favourite. Oh, I said that another one oh yeah another one <laughs> but no this is another song i find very catchy i always find myself humming along to this song i think these raspy deep voice and this always gives me goosebumps he's the singer that again stands out to me quite a bit in this song that's the same for me i've got yeah i love love his part in this but again i think all the singers really stand out just v just does it a bit more for me in this song i definitely agree with you i really like the song i like the way it's sung the reason why i guess that it might be the one song that you could say <laughs> wasn't up there on the album was because i know this obviously just being singers it makes me think of outros obviously yeah. just the singers and i know you've said a lot in the past that outros have never really done it as much for you apart from one i do know that when i first heard this song it wasn't right up there but since hearing it quite a lot now just find it really catchy i just find that it sticks with me in my head quite a bit afterwards i just think it runs really smoothly of where it is on there in between the songs yeah i never feel like i want to skip over it i no, love hearing no, no. it the next song is pied piper i think this song is about us the army the fans at the start rm is almost warning us about the addiction we can fall under as an army he encourages us to study for our exams instead of watching them they compare themselves to the pied piper whose music can put us into a trance but at the same time they love us and still want us to follow they say follow the sound of the pipe follow the song it's a bit dangerous but i'm so sweet i'm here to save you i'm here to ruin you and i think this is just a really cleverly written song like just in that sentence i said there and it's kind of true in a way when you think about it i mean bts are a big distraction in people's lives they obviously talk about students studying at school like failing exams because they're constantly watching bts well, we had it recently in our fan stories <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but at the same time they want their fans and they want us to listen to them so in many ways I can see them being a bit like a Pied Piper I really love this 
song is actually tied in third place for me with another song. It's really hard for me to pick a third favourite. I just find this song so catchy. And I actually think it's probably the catchiest song on the album for me. I'm always badly singing along to this song. And again, it's another song. I love V's deep voice. I think it really stands out against the higher notes. But he also shows in this song that he has a very high range too. V's just really doing something to me <laughs> in, this, in this album. I really like your interpretation of it. When you hear the lyrics and hear obviously your thoughts today, it makes me like it even more because I just think it is really clever. And I actually think that the actual the tone is like actually alluring it itself. Yeah, you're right. Like enticing, yeah. like the actual melody itself yeah, as in soon a way. As you were about to say that. I kind of guessed what you were about to say because I thought you're right. It is. Because I do find that like it entices me in just the actual That's probably song. why it's... I think it's the most catchiest on the album. Yeah. And I never even thought of that. And that makes it feel even more clever because they're talking about the Pied Piper who entices yeah. people. And yeah, I just really like this song. Yeah, I definitely and... think you're right with that. I never even thought about that. Like, I was thinking it when we were listening to it before and I was thinking of it, it's called the Pied Piper and I was thinking it is acting just like yeah, that. Yeah, I always have to sing song. along to this song when I'm playing it in the car. I'm always like shouting it out because <laughs> <laughs> I just have to do it. And yeah, this song's definitely high up there for me. I actually picked out my favourite and second favourite and the rest I can't quite yet it is very order. Because like I said, yeah, this is a strong, strong album for me. So unless I absolutely must, I'm only picking out one and two. Next we have Skit Billboard Music Awards speech. This is the speech RM gives when BTS won the Billboard Music Awards in 2017. This was the first time they had won the award, so it was a big dream for them to win. I also just think it's nice to have that memory on the album. As much as we're not big fans of skits, I still think it's nice to have it on the album. Perhaps for me, I would place it at the end instead of yeah, in the middle. Yeah, I was going to say that. If it has to be on the album, I'd rather it's at the end because it's always an inconvenience for me skipping that song. I always just wish it was even not on there at the end. But not in a bad way that it's not on there because I, I love our own speeches like I think RM is one of the best people I ever hear giving speeches yeah, or with God, his words yeah. he's a natural at it but just because I really enjoy actually listening to the music on an album rather than speech I just take it off you haven't actually seen them win the Billboard Music Award before but I do have it planned for an episode and it's coming up fairly soon when we're going to be focusing on the Billboard Music Award I look forward to hearing it all then it's not on the <laughs> album, not on the, album. <laughs> the next track is Mike Drop RM said that Mike Drop was inspired by Barack Obama's 2016 White House correspondence speech where he dropped his mic at the end. I think this track is aimed at BTS haters. They sing about their success, mentioning their trophies and billboard success while addressing their haters. And this is one of my favourite BTS songs. I think I may have mentioned it a few times before on the <laughs> Definitely podcast. Definitely to me, I have. <laughs> it was once my favourite. I do have others now that may be above the song as an overall. But usually when somebody asks me what's my favourite BTS song, this is the first song that always jumps in my head. I just remember when I first saw the music video, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the song, the music video, their whole appearance, and I have not got tired of the song at all. <laughs> it hasn't dropped much anyway. It would definitely be in my top five. I definitely loved the song too. When I heard it, I liked it straight away. I originally thought that maybe this would be one of my top songs. I thought like, it would be, Lorraine. Yeah, your favourite I, I also kind of did too, because it's obviously a very upbeat, in-your-face kind of song that I usually go for, especially out with the BTS songs that we talked about in the past but obviously I was already taken with another song but this is way up there but like I said I'm not ordering the rest of the songs so I can't really say if it's in third form I'm just saying it is way way at the top and I love it and I can understand why you love it too I think it's a really cool song I like the way it's got that in your face attitude not just like with their lyrics but the way they well, I say sing, but even the singers sound a bit rapid. They do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a very different... Different style for the vocalist. Yeah, and it's different for this whole album, I feel like. This is the one song, if anything, that stands out to me the most on the album. Because I feel like the others, even though they are still upbeat, this one is the most in your face, I feel. I can understand the one that why it's so get popular. Your attention. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So I think it does steal like a spotlight on the album, but I still have a different favourite. I thought it would at least be number two though I know but so in definitely it's just something about it I do like those in your face upbeat ones but sometimes a, a 
smooth. It is a hard album. They're so I'm the different. same as Serendipity. Yeah. It's second place for me. And they're totally different styles. Yeah. But like I said, I'm not ordering the best, so it could be third, it could be fourth. It I don't a, know. It is a tricky album to order, definitely. But I always feel like it will be good in a club. Yeah. Do you feel like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because of the MV. Obviously, that guy is like at the DJ, the DJ deck. And I don't know if that's where it stemmed from. But whenever <laughs> I hear this as well, I always think club music. It reminds me of something you'd hear. Remember when we were in London and we went to that club in London? The posh one. Yeah. It reminds me of it being played in like yeah. a London club. Good class club music. Yeah, that's what I mean. But it just has that kind of feel to it. But yeah, I, I definitely love the song and there's a lot of good to say about it. It's just, I find it hard to know where to place it at the minute. But I'm not trying to place it anyway mm. either. The next track is Go Go or Go Go Go. Or Go. <laughs> or Go. I think this song is about enjoying spending money. They sing about working hard to get paid and then spending it all as soon as it goes in the bank. They say, my bank account is a pot with no bottom. Every day I'm pouring water into it. Just break it about. We're too young to just worry. They also talk about wanting to do all these things when they don't have money. So they are dreaming and waiting for their next payday. And this is the song that's tied in third place for me. I think it's another very catchy song. I remember when I first heard it, I immediately got into it and it quickly became one of my favourites for a very long time. We were talking about party songs. I think this is just the perfect party song, really. I love the beat. There's not a particular rapper or singer that stands out to me in this song compared to, say, other songs I was saying that one noise stands out. I just yeah. think it's all just very catchy, the song in general. I think it's more the beat that does it for me. This is a song on the album I probably have the most mixed feelings about. I know what you're going to say <laughs> this. I don't have a like song that I would put lower down. It's just that this song, when I initially first heard it, I actually really got into this song very fast. I remember you telling me that this was one of your first songs it right was, at the start because yeah. I thought I knew this would be high because it was obviously for me. Yeah, so yeah, really got into it. But as time went on, I then came to hear this flute playing. I don't understand this. <laughs> just let me say it. <laughs> I heard this lute that plays well basically throughout the song really and the more times I listen to the song the more louder the flute would seem to me until I feel almost like it's actually louder than the singers <laughs> and it just started to drive me nuts in some ways and for that reason the song then became kind of mixed feelings because even though I generally love the song that flute puts me off for me I love the flute <laughs> I can't understand that. It's just, I, I feel like this song is like, you said, it's like quite upbeat, like a hip song. And I feel like the flute doesn't fit in with the it. The flute is what gives <laughs> it catchiness. I think of anything, the flute fits in more with the Pied Piper song. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Personally, I've always thought that after I learned about the Pied Piper song, because the Pied Piper plays a flute. <laughs> and I didn't understand what the flute's doing in Go-Go. Perhaps they wanted the flute in Pied Piper, but didn't go. So they decided to put it in Go Go. Maybe, but yeah, it's just like sometimes, like when your mind picks up on something, like even the tiniest little thing, then it's you all you, it. yeah, you can't get out of your head. And I think that's what it was. I think I somehow fixed myself on this flu, and the minute I realised it was there, it's then all I can think about more than the actual song itself. The flute plays in the very last part, doesn't oh, it? Yeah, that little that tune drives at the me end. Bonkers. I love that part. That drives me nuts. That's that favourite little endings. That's one of my worst endings. And it makes no sense because in DNA, a song I obviously have said I really, really love and I truly do, there's a whistling in it. And it's like in the MV, it's right at the beginning, it's a very strong whistle. It doesn't bother me the slightest. <laughs> and a whistle and a flute seem pretty similar really for some reason the flute gets to me but the whistle doesn't it doesn't make any sense and I don't know why but it was the only thing that drove me bonkers about it <laughs> but other than that if you put that aside I generally like the song and I definitely agree with you it's like a party one I think with BTS you could make a really really good party mix oh with yeah, like definitely. a mix of their songs because they have so many good ones that if we ever had a BTS party this would be on the list of songs to play the next track is our 
outro her. I think this song may also be about the army and about BTS struggling to be their true selves because they always want to be the best for their fans who they love. RM says, but I found myself, the whole new myself. I'm confused too, which one's the real me? He is struggling between RM and Namjoon. In Sugar's verse, he says, I can never take off the mask because the me behind this mask is not the one you know. He ends his verse saying, I always make an effort to be the best for you. I hope you don't know this part of me. So he is hiding parts of who he is. And he says, in order to become the one that you love, in J-Hope's verse, he also talks about hiding behind a mask. Happy and shining when the mask is on, but once it's off, he struggles with times when he feels lost. He says, substituting myself to be the most me for you, who is my everything. But he ends saying, with your existence, I find new meaning and the night shines. Now I know, even after the darkness, to me, you are the morning, you woke me up. And I think this is just a really lovely message because obviously being in the public high everyone's going to have those times where you feel down and upset or angry about things and they feel that they obviously don't want fans seeing that particular side of them so in many ways they are hiding certain parts of them because they don't want fans seeing them to be sad yeah and I, I think that must be quite hard considering they're constantly on camera all the time I really like this song too out of all the rappers I think Jay Hope's rap stands out to me in this song because I can hear all these little quirks which I really like in this song and I notice that he says that star in yeah, that way yeah. we actually mentioned it before <laughs> I really love the way he says star yeah I just find it a very catchy song it, it definitely doesn't remind me of a cypher well it reminds me of like a soft version of yeah a, I know what you cypher. mean yeah. I didn't know how to explain it because obviously it's not upbeat the message is completely different from the cyphers yeah. But I like how it's kind of styled in that sort of way, but we're seeing their vulnerable side in yeah, the rap. I love hearing just the rappers and I can't pick just one of them. I definitely think I can hear J-Hope's quirks yeah. <laughs> really strong, but I think all three of the rappers are consistently good for me. I love the message of the song. I just love it from start to finish, really. I couldn't say one bad thing about it. I absolutely love it. One of my favourite outros. Actually, in fact, would it be my favourite outro? Well, you have that other favourite outro. Oh, of course, yeah. I can't forget <laughs> really House of Cards. Yeah, House that's of it. Cards. I always forget the name. No, I think House of Cards still lives above this. this. This is probably this is, my favourite outro. This is very outro. close, though. But no, House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> Just above it. Oh, like you forgot. <laughs> the next track is Skit, Hesitation and Fear. The skit starts with them walking in on P.D. Nim, who is Hitman Bang, the CEO and founder of Big Hit, watching them winning the Billboard Music Award and the members tease him about catching him watching them. They then reminisce on that day of winning the Billboard Award and wondering how much further they can go. They then joke about not knowing what the Billboard Awards or Grammys were when they were younger and Jin says he thought Grammy was a person back then. RM then mentions that they are the only K-pop group to receive the award and says he doesn't think they should boast but it is a huge success. This is, I think, the longest skit up to date that we've talked oh, about. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's going on nine minutes, this is. I was really actually surprised when I noticed how long it was for the first time. And the fact that we've already had a skit on the album too. So this is the second skit. One there's plenty for me. <laughs> it's always nice to read it for the first time, like read what they're saying. Just can't keep listening to it. Yeah, it's one of those things for me, like, when I was listening to it, obviously this is the very first time I ever have listened to it. Cause I and always, I actually always... left Lorraine alone <laughs> <laughs> she did and I actually found it really enjoyable but when I was reading it I kept thinking what I would love more than it being on the album is actually watching it on something where you see the members and their laughter and their reactions and having a good time because you can tell they're having a nice chat and a nice time but you don't get that same Think kind of, of joy from watching it yeah reading hearing it. you hearing you say that yeah it's a bit different for us because we are reading it not Korean so we're just following along not quite the same as perhaps like yeah. actually understanding what they're saying but I prefer like watching and seeing them yeah it's just like a get from their voice you can sense like the way they're talking to 
to each other and their happiness and I just wish that we could see them because I know I love it more seeing them in these good moments. I really like what they were talking about. I know that they were also making a joke over gin always using we're wide all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did really enjoy it but just on an album personally I just wouldn't really have it. I would just have it on like a show or even like a, a YouTube video mm. with them and go back and watch it when you want in time because the album we're obviously playing it constantly we're not going to constantly listen to this nine minute skit I mean you just wouldn't but I don't think so anyway <laughs> yeah I always find skits really difficult because I always think that anyone who's listening may think that we're really against them we really don't like them because we can't understand them that's not the case it's just I personally my preference is not to have it on an album i still stand by if there was somebody who was speaking english even if it was just a minute speech i wouldn't want to keep hearing the no, same thing yeah. once you've heard it you don't want to keep hearing it on an album while yeah. you're listening to music i can understand that thing you said earlier on about them having their billboard message a short one memories yeah nice and a huge deal album. huge mm-hmm. thing for them but just this really long talk i just personally would have it on a, a like a youtube clip that you could go back and look at the last track is c i think this track is about reminding us that when there is hope there are always trials we need to face because if life was easy and perfect there would be no need to hope for anything they talk about when they were first together in their debut years facing many challenges they always had hope things would get better and i said that there was a song which i would probably place as my least favorite on the album and of course this is the last song we've got to talk about now so you've probably guessed that this is it and actually Lorraine you did guess that this was the song after Dimple I didn't say Dimple first then C I said it could be either Dimple or it could be C <laughs> and then when you ruled out Dimple I said it has to be C yeah I just think that this is a more forgettable song for me on the album I just don't think it stands out as strong I still do like the song I particularly love Sugar's rap I think Sugar's rap really stands out to me in this song he's rapping very passionately really showing his talents as a rapper it kind of reminds me of a rap you'd hear in his album in August Day if you just focus on his rap but I just think it's a very very strong album and I normally forget this song again I don't know whether it's placement of the song I always find the very last song not so strong for me if you don't count House of Cards yeah I can kind of see where you're coming from with the song I actually do enjoy the song I I wouldn't say that there's any song I put in the last place the only thing I think about this song is I feel like it's just the strongest parts of the song are the rappers yeah and the rest of it is more of like a repeating thing and it's not that it's not good I can just understand why you say it doesn't really stand out as much I don't know I now I'm thinking of comparing it to the other songs I can definitely see what you're saying with it it's just yeah I think you're right the rappers are a lot stronger I find than the vocalists well the vocalists they're just kind of saying like a, a similar yeah. thing over and over. Obviously, there is a lot of repeating, of course, but they usually have more to it. Mm-hmm. With this, I find it is just basically them saying that no other parts really that stand, stand out. out. Yeah. But with the rappers, their parts really stand out to me. But I think that would be it for me, really. When I really think about it, obviously watching the lyrics today, it was the rappers really I noticed take this song and make it really stand out, mm. if anything. But it's not to say I don't like the vocalists, what they bring to the song. Yeah, they sing really well there's nothing wrong with their vocals it's just like you said they repeat tea and also yeah, not as catchy for yeah, me I feel in other songs there's more that I really get drawn in with them yeah I've never really thought that I was low down before just because I really enjoy the whole album I never get tired when I get to the last song and like want to skip it or think I just want to go back to the beginning I still enjoy it from start to finish it's just one I think about now after what you said and really thinking about comparing it I suppose it is one that would be a little bit lower down now we're going to be looking at the music videos from the album starting with intro serendipity and i'm going to be giving my interpretation to the story as always this is just my interpretation so the music video starts with us entering into jimin's world from how he sees it we then see jimin in this room everything has this one color apart from a yellow blanket and a yellow cactus this color is different from what jimin's used to and both items could be seen as negative the blanket is used for Jimin to hide and the cactus which interests Jimin hurts him pricking his finger and drawing blood then everything changes the unpleasantness and pain he gets from touching the cactus now makes Jimin see the world in a new way we next see a tiny yellow ball which Jimin plays with we then see a much larger ball 
which Jimin uses the yellow blanket to hide from, but instead of being intimidated by the change, he looks happy, and once he uncovers himself from the blanket, he again is facing this new world, this beautiful night sky, which Jimin allows himself to fall into. The next yellow item we see is a yellow balloon, which Jimin releases. He is now ready to face this new way of seeing things, and happy to be discovering more about himself. So when I first saw this music video, I thought it was going to be very hard to potentially get a story from it. So I started focusing on the one thing that was very different, which was the yellow. And so that's how I kind of got a story from it, focusing on these yellow items. And I just really love this music video in general. I just think it's such a, like a nice, almost like a relaxing music video to watch. Yeah, it suits the song. Next with the setting, I love the beauty of this music video. I like how the setting makes you feel like you are entering into this magical world through Jimin's eyes. I like the yellow items, how we are also drawn and distracted to them like Jimin. And this is done so simply just by using colours. And I think yellow is a good choice of colour because it is eye-catching anyway. I also love how beautiful the imagery is, especially the scene with Jimin and the starry night sky. Yeah, that's my favourite, the starry night sky and underneath the moon. I think I've only seen this before. I really like that part. And I think there's also a part when he's got the balloon and it looks like there's an ocean out there. Yeah, I like that part I like too. that part too. I, I thought the, the settings were really nice and also really simple. Yeah, that's what I love about this music video. It is very simple but very beautiful as yeah, well. Yeah, because even just the plain white room really stood out as really eye-catching. <laughs> it I think doesn't sound it, but yeah, it does. Yeah, it just makes Jimin look really angelic because I think he's a very angelic singer. He, I think he looks it too and this music video really shows that as well. It really yeah. matches Definitely. his voice and his appearance just in a simple way and for the wardrobe i just think it's a very basic wardrobe really very basic outfits i think there are two outfits are very similar but yeah. i think they're slightly different the outfits are all one color of a creamy white <laughs> i wasn't too sure what color it's not exactly white so i would say more of a, a creamy color i don't think there's nothing distracting or bright in his clothing and i think they've done this purposely as we want to be looking more at the other colors in the music video like the yellows I think if he was wearing something particularly bright we'll be distracted yeah, away definitely. from the yellow and I think that Jimin looks so beautiful as well and very pure and all white I think it really suits him yeah I think it really suits him and I also think it goes really well because he's got the light blonde hair in this yeah and I think the whole thing just makes him look kind of like an angel yeah it does <laughs> in some ways and I really like the choice of the white because it being in a white room into I think it just all went really well to him you wouldn't think it like someone wearing all white and being in an all white room but I really like the look of it one of my favourite MVs that we've seen on yes. the more simple side too yeah me too I really love this music video it's just perfect for this song it is it really really suits Jimin too we're now going to look at the DNA music video starting with the story going back to Serendipity this music video starts with the world and then Jimin's eye DNA starts with the universe and then Jonggu's eye so this time we are seeing the universe from BTS's eyes. There are lots of mathematical symbols behind Jonggu and I have no idea what any of it means but it put me in mind of what we discussed about the lyrics being about John Dalton's atomic theory and his theory is about the universe being made up of indestructible and unchangeable atoms and a lot of the background patterns and colours remind me of being in the universe. There's one scene where it looks like V is almost lost in space and there are scenes where we see the moon behind them and the MV ends with them looking at the moon as if from the universe. I couldn't actually work out a Pacific story really. It was just too complicated for me to even really think of a story. There's a lot going on. It's very fast yeah. and I find a lot of it's more dancey than telling a story. Yeah. I didn't actually see a clear-cut story. I think it's one of those things where the surface is what you said, the science thing. Yeah, that's all that was jumping out it, to me. And yeah. then the rest of it is dance. I don't think there's a solid story that can be seen straight away if there is yeah, one. Yeah, I really struggle to even work out anything, really, like pick up on anything to sort of go off other than the scenery, the setting that just fits with DNA to me. Well, that's what I think too. Yeah. 
with the setting, I love how colourful and bright this video is and a lot of psychedelic patterns, even their clothing are fun and colourful. And we actually just watched BTS watching the music video yeah. and they were pointing out a lot the with background, the background, the artwork. The CGI effects. Yeah. I think this is why I'm really drawn into the DNA MV as well as the song is all the colours of it. It's so vibrant yeah. and it catches your attention and I literally love it from start to finish because of how bright it is yeah really. it's very fun i like all that science stuff that they added in there too and the way they did it in the colors and i like them dancing under the moon with the dance i feel like you could potentially say that they're telling their story through their dance i think that this dance flows very well it's very quick lots of clever footwork but there are times when the moves slow down and it almost appears like they are dancing in slow motion and i think there's something futuristic with the moves they do i particularly love the move when they all link up I think it's such a compelling move and connecting like DNA I feel like yeah. dance is almost telling a kind of story don't know exactly what story but I just think <laughs> futuristic or DNA I think DNA with their moves yeah I definitely enjoyed the dance a lot I always struggled to talk about it but I thought it was flawless as always and I really enjoyed it and I think you could be onto something with the dance I do find a lot of the time when I focus as best I can on the BTS dance moves I always think they kind of fit with what they're trying to say like there's yeah. subtle hints in the dance moves they do and the wardrobe I really love the wardrobe in this music video very fun and colourful I like Sugar's red loved jump I actually have a replica of it because I like it so much I also like J-Hope's rainbow striped jumper with the tiger face I think it's a very fun jumper and it's always the one outfit that really catches my yeah, eye it does. and the other outfit that really catches is my eye is Jimin's where he's wearing the sequin colourful jacket I just think it's so fun I, knew you <laughs> I know I can't see it being one of your things but it's definitely something I would wear I also love both V's outfits where he's wearing the red tie with the casual like sports yeah. top with the joggers and the black tie outfit with the white shirt and jeans I just think it's a very sexy look wearing sort of a dress down outfit but with a tie like a tie with a casual outfit I think it's just very fun and even has the tie quite loose too and I also absolutely love Sugar's hair in this I don't know whether it's two different colours or it's just the editing one scene it's more grey and then another scene it's more like blue but I absolutely love the colour of his hair it really stands out to me in this music video I can't help but think it may be that he did have both colours I can definitely remember him having both those colours I just don't know whether it was around the same time I can't quite remember but I just partly think perhaps he had a change of colour during the music video I definitely love their outfits this is one of my favourites for outfits in MV again it's because of the bright colours even though I myself don't like to wear bright colours I think it really suits the members I didn't pick out any Pacific outfits but I really liked the part where they're all well most of the members are wearing like sportish kind of tops and they're all together I think all their outfits go very well together as well out of everybody really like Jimin's style mostly throughout even though his sequin jacket isn't something that I would usually like I actually think it suits him mm -hmm. like Just super well yeah. and I think he looks phenomenally good with his hair I love his hair in this like a kind of roughly blonde hair again I'm thinking of the photo cards why I really wanted to get his photo card because I absolutely loved his hair I also like Sugar's red jumper but there's a lot of outfits that jumped out at me that I really liked so I couldn't exactly pinpoint them all they went really well with the MV itself and they went really well with each other and when they changed I thought all their outfits that they changed into they kind of went well like when J-Hip was wearing that tiger colourful jumper you were talking about Jimin's wearing the, the sequin jacket and I think they go it all matched match yeah, well and then, like I said when they went to sports it ties in well so yeah I think they match really well and yeah I just love this MV are you going to mention your favourite part in it what Sugar's part <laughs> yeah Lorraine always mentions that that little part right at the very beginning of Sugar's rap where he's kind of walking strutting yeah I love that part I think I point out to Chloe nearly every single time we ever watch it's it. one of those sugar <laughs> moments which I like hearing from Lorraine definitely I love it that's one of my favourite parts of the song and it's one of my favourite 
parts of the MV. And the same with V, actually, when he does his song. I love part. how he's just standing, just him. V. It was perfect just to have him there. So, yeah, it's perfect both lyrically and in the MV. And I think that's why I like the MV. Yeah, more. I do those, those two parts really well. Parts, yeah. But, yeah, I really generally loved it. It's like, again, it's a different kind of MV to, say, Seven Deputy. That was so simple. We next watch the mic drop music video. And for the story, I found online an interview that the music video director from Mike Drop did explaining his ideas behind the music video. His name is King Song Wook and he said that he wanted BTS to be locked up and then to escape this room and free themselves with music. So at the start of the music video we see BTS in this interrogation room and instead of answering the questions J-Hope jumps over the table and fiercely starts dancing to the song. Kim Song Wook explained the intention of keeping BTS in this closed space was to relate this hope that BTS could break free from social restrictions and soar high as free artists. The people in the black hood symbolise the haters but with the power of BTS's music become followers. He called the black and white scene space of infinity, a space of freedom and when Sugar drops his mic at the end the director said this was like him saying catch me if you can. I will fly high no matter what. I got all of this from an article online from the Korean Herald by Hong Dam Young. So basically I didn't really need to think <laughs> of a story myself because I basically found that which was really helpful and quite rare really because usually they don't tell us exactly what's behind the music video so it was nice to actually see what they are trying to do with the music video from do a director's point. if you had looked into it yourself? Possibly not. Not the same wording. I'll probably just get what I could see. Like I could see it was around like police I mean you said it yourself it looked like a prison so I would probably connect all of that but the exact sentences he said that he wanted to get from it I don't think I would have got that I probably would have put the black hooded people's haters though we've said that before in some of their parts music videos and I think it's aimed at the haters I think that's quite clear so I think I would have got that for the setting I just love how cool and dark the setting is I've always found this music video really cool I think it's probably the coolest video that BTS have done I think it helps make the video even more impressive and helps give off this forceful aggressive feel which is what I think BTS want to get across with this music video they are in a lot of rooms associated with police like I said and investigation we see them in interrogation room a dark room with all the hanging photography and what looks like a prison and a street surrounded by police cars I really liked it because I thought it tied in nicely with what we had talked about earlier on with lyrics and also what they're wearing and it just all fits in nicely I just think it's very cool yeah with the dance I think the dance like the music video and song is again very cool I think it's powerful and fierce full of energy and passion and goes so well with the beats of the song one of my favorite ever dance moves from BTS literally do think this is my favorite dance move from them and it's the very simple part I like to call it the mic drop move when they drop their hands from left to right and the move that follows. Do you know what part I'm talking about? Oh, you know me. How can I explain that? Literally like dropping a hand from the left to the right. Just love that move so much. And with the wardrobe, this is perhaps my favourite wardrobe from BTS from one of their music videos. They are wearing clothes from the Japanese clothing brand Mastermind and I just think the style is very cool. Some of the clothing have skulls on, some members are wearing wearing camo print some are wearing bucket hats headbands or bandanas i think the color palette is mostly black greens reds and grays for me it's so hard to single out a favorite look but i do love sugar's look with the bandana and the camo hoodie i also love v in the bandana and red trousers and rm in his oversized skull top and the cool hairstyle i love the look from this video too i think they all look really good like i I think it goes really well with the song itself, lyrics and the setting. My favourite appearance I could pick out really easily in a second is Sugar, or the one you said with the camo and the bandanas. I love that they all have lots of bandanas on this because that's one thing I said I've liked before in past MVs. I know Jin's wearing a bandana at one point. I like his one where he has the red trousers, the black top and the bandana, which mm-hmm. is the one that you see on a lot of mic drop 
merchandise, yeah. like the little figures, and I have a few of that. I don't know, you said it's one of your favourite outfits overall, but when I think back to DNA, I really like that. Really? You prefer <laughs> that? Well, the outfit-wise, it's really hard because they're so different. Yeah, they This are is different. more like a, a darker route, I think, of clothing, mm. and that was obviously such a colourful route, and they're different in every way. Yeah, they're, so, both, they're both good in their own um, way. But I've liked every single one of the MVs we saw and looked at today, even Seven Deputy, which is compared to DNA and White Drop, way, way mm-hmm. different, but I like that even so for me this is definitely we've said it already really strong album i like all the songs on it they're all like top songs for me and the album contains some of my favorite bts songs obviously for me it's a bit difficult because i've heard albums after this which top it but this is probably my favorite album we've talked about so far yeah this is like i said before earlier i think my favorite album that we've looked at so far if you exclude wings i still gonna exclude it for now but I really loved the songs. I loved having the album in the car. We actually had it in there for quite a Very while. Long time. But I honestly never got bored of it. I know that I listened to this album actually when I went on a holiday in England for like a two hour ride and I wasn't sick of it at all. I'm actually really looking forward to other albums to come now because even though I don't know their songs, all of their songs in the future, I think it's only going to get better. Yeah. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about BTS Bon Voyage Season 2. Thank you for listening to this episode of Do You Know BTS. We will be back with another episode soon. In the meantime, you can check out our media at Do You Know BTS Podcast on Instagram and Do You Know BTS Pod on Twitter. If you wanted to support us further, it would mean a lot if you joined our Patreon. See you, See you next time. time.